0: Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom. Freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable, and it can give us purpose in our careers,
1: even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between, because this podcast is about living from the truth that yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Shannon and Kristen here. We are so excited to be back. I Yay. personally am so excited. This is our first episode together this season. Yeah. And we took a break last season, so it's been a while. It's and, been a
0: while. Hey, have I told you that I tell my husband that you're my ministry wife? Well,
1: you you're know my what? ministry spouse. I, <laughs> I just love that. It's just. I don't know. You're such a gift, Kristen, and this is a oh. gift. And so I am so excited to be here and Yay. Welcome to those of you new to our podcast. We yes. welcome you to go back, listen to any of our other episodes. We have a whole range of topics, different speakers, authors, ministry leaders, and for those of you who are new, our mission here is to help others walk in the freedom that Christ has promised us as we seek to abide in him. And okay, well, today we are talking about speeding tickets and Uber rides, obviously. (laughs) Well, that sounds random, (laughs) right? Doesn't it? And I suppose that's kind of the point today, I'm going to do somewhat of an interview with Kristen on three totally different stories that I'm really actually excited to dive into and hear about. Even a speeding ticket is one of the stories I think on the way to church. It's about a girl I know. <laughs> Somebody I met <laughs> once. <Somebody> I- <laughs> <laughs> and what I love is that we're hoping to highlight that all things, right, including the mundane, including inconveniences, and just the everyday circumstances of life can be transformed by God right? From a seemingly meaningless story or even frustrating story Mm. or annoying story to a meaningful story. And so, yeah, Yeah. I'm excited about that. I love that you highlighted that, Shannon, because and you know, if you were here for our
0: recent Ecclesiastes series, you know that is one of the themes we learned, taking something meaningless and making it meaningful through God. And you know, if you've been here for a while on our podcast, you also might remember we have two other episodes. Specifically, they are numbers 48 and 62. If you want to go back. Where we share some incredible stories of what we called divine interruption. Yeah, you really,
1: if you haven't listened to those, you just mm. need to go and and to the Ecclesiastes series. Just, I feel like the divine interruption stories and those and what we're going to talk about mm. today just go so hand in hand.
0: Yeah. And it's, um, you know, there was a train ride, a coffee shop, an airplane ride, just crazy stories of God showing up in the unexpected.
1: Yeah. And I think another reason we love sharing these stories, really these testimonies is It's an example of a tangible way of how we as children of God live out the word of God, right? The, the written word of God, the the Bible that we base our life and all truth on, and also just the way God speaks to us on on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest struggles we can have is like, we can have these great times with the Lord or these times studying the Bible, but then, you know, what does it actually look like to live this out in everyday life? And I think for me, and we're even going to get into this in future episodes, seeing walking with jesus modeled or hearing stories of it is so impactful to how we apply it to our day-to-day lives.
0: Yeah, so true. And you know, it's interesting Shannon and I probably said this on one of the other episodes, but I I love sharing about these stories and I share them here, I've shared them on social media, I share them with people, but it's interesting sometimes I feel a little nervous because I And I just feel like I want to say this. I I don't want these stories in any way to be about myself and they're not Mm -mm. like that's, that's the point. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes I, I am hesitant to share them, but I just realized like a lot of the reasons these stories happen is first because of God, but also because they happen to other people and I'm encouraged. And so why would I not share these stories? And gosh, I, these are really just about saying, Look what my God can do. Yeah. Look what our God can do. So, and then finally, you know, I sh- I share this little disclaimer on one of our other episodes. But God wants to use all of us in unique ways for Him. Yet, it's not going to look like everybody else's. Yeah. I'm an outgoing person. I love interacting with strangers. But for all you introverts out there, allow God to help you find the way. He wants to use you given your own gifts and personality. So just want to always say that disclaimer, but hopefully they can encourage you is all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, I just want to second that, that the passage is, is, I can't remember it right now, but I mean, our testimonies belong to the Lord, you know, like our, like, so it's, mm. it's his story. It's not our story. And so, you know, I'm. Glad that you share these, but just encouraging all of us to be sharing regularly what Mm -hmm. God's doing in our lives. So, Mm -hmm. so, all right, let's get into this. I do think that we should maybe save the speeding ticket for the end. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's a good idea in case people cancel us. (laughs) They'll they'll hear the first couple of stories. (laughs) Well, I was just in court for a speeding (laughs) ticket. (laughs) I I never told you. I was trying to get, um, they told me it wouldn't work. I was trying to get the judge to give me. Uh, to let me oh, do traffic. Oh, oh, yeah. Because it's, it's a big deal. It hits it's your a big deal. It is. And they told me yeah. that the judge doesn't do that because, oh, really? Because I'm not allowed to take it. Oh, shit. Because I got another one back like two years ago or something. It's so bad. A, oh, man. It's so bad. And oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. But um, no, but I've learned. But, I've okay, really I, improved. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyways. All right. So sorry. So, anyways, so. I think what I'd love to hear, as I think there was a couple stories in London that I'd love to start with, if you can share those with us.
0: Yeah, so I went to London recently for ministry. My husband and I, my husband leads a board of a Christian ministry. And the reason this episode is where it is, is because these do relate to Ecclesiastes. And, but the bigger picture, Shannon mentioned is just this encouragement of how do we, you know, we can have this great personal Bible study time, but sometimes I don't know about you, but I struggle with like, it actually being like lived out. And I feel like God can help us. And this is a way he helped. Yeah. So the first story is just, I was in this cute little cafe. I had a free day where my husband had all these meetings and I was at a coffee shop reading Ecclesiastes chapters two and three. And basically it it just, what I was reading and focusing on was just the brevity of life and just how there's confusing and backward aspects of life. Um, but there's a season for everything and probably a lot of you know this verse, that God has put eternity on the hearts of man. Even though life Mm -hmm. is hard and confusing, all these things point to this eternity in our hearts. We don't want to die. We want to live forever. And where does that come from? So everything, even the hard aspects of life and our questions point to God. And so I'm I was going to go to the British Museum. And as a side note, that museum is incredible. It has so much biblical artifacts and go with somebody that knows, you know, their history. But um, anyway, so I'm super stoked to go to this museum. And it was kind of far and I had a backpack. So I'm like, okay, I better, I'm, I'm going to get an Uber. So I get in my Uber and it was about a 27 minute Uber ride. And so I, I like look at the time because so I'm like, how long do I have to talk? And so we just start talking, shooting the breeze. Um, my, my Uber driver, it was just nice. He was in a talkative mood too. And, and he literally almost within the first like two minutes, one minute or two minutes, he says, you know, because life is short and, you know, and I forget even what he said after that, but I was like, Whoa. And wow. I out loud, I say, whoa, yes, life is short. I was just reading that in the Bible. (laughs) That's
1: wow. What a segue. Yeah. That's amazing. You
0: know, I mean, to be honest, guys, sometimes that shuts the conversation down. You say the word Bible and they're like,
1: but you put (laughs) it out there at least even in the shutdowns. And
0: and you know what, you guys, it wasn't and I've done this before where we try to like force the conversation. It was literally just out of the overflow of my heart. Like that, that's what it was. It was just like, yeah. I couldn't help but share it. And yeah. then he just shared life is short. I was just reading about that. And he's like, oh, he's like, wow. Well, you guys, we got in this incredible conversation from that. And he was just sharing... I mean, it was like Ecclesiastes in the Uber ride. And even without me saying the things, because if you know Ecclesiastes, it's, you know, the preacher, he's looking at life without the lens of God. He's showing us this picture of a life without God and how it is meaningless. And my Uber driver is literally starts talking and he's like, I just, I get frustrated. I don't know. You know, sometimes I just don't know the meaning of life. Wow. Oh, he said, I'm from India. I've been in London for 17 years and he said I grew up in a Catholic Christian home in India but when I came here into London he said nobody talks about religion nobody talks about the purpose of life nobody talks about what happens after you die
1: like I know even think of that testimony he came from India I, a Hindu country well, you know what? where he was learning about Christ and came yeah. to a western Yes. Well, and I made that assumption
0: too. I said to him, I think that's why he shared. He was from a Catholic Christian background. Cause I said, are you Hindu? And one of my best friends is Indian and she came from India. She has a, you know, yeah. And it's the most predominant religion there. And he's, and so I was like surprised. And so he said, yeah, he said, I just, you know, since I've been here, he said, nobody talks about that stuff. I'm like, wow. And he, but this is so interesting What he said, he's like, nobody talks about it, but nobody wants to die people wonder it, but nobody talks about it. And and I was like, you are exactly right. And I said, wow. I said "I like in, in this book I was reading called Ecclesiastes, it says that God has put eternity on the hearts of man. Like God is, we don't want to die. And where does that come
1: from? That just gives me the chills. Um, at the forever found gala this year, Mm for those, for those listening, I, I run a nonprofit called forever found. And we had our, our annual gala this year and I just, you know, share the gospel. I am just talking about yeah, Jesus in my heart know, and just, so I mean, good. and we have, you know, there's lots of dignitaries, et cetera, there, whatever. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyways, this guy comes up to me after the gala's over. over yeah. and he, he was a doctor. He owned some practice and he was very professional. And he says to me, I just had to, you know, meet you. I have never experienced this <gasps> before. And I was like, what, you know what? Oh. And he's like, I became a follower of Christ I think 2 years ago he said and he says and I never knew I never knew that you could be in a room full of nonbelievers full of you know the sheriff the mayor the supervisors the senators you know all these people and talk about Jesus Whoa. like that he said I never knew you could do that oh. and I and I was kind of just you know I was you know, I had a lot of energy yeah. at the time and I was like I know it's amazing I was like God just keeps giving us favor he's so faithful Whoa. whatever and he stopped me and he goes no and you know what he said he said the law of God is written on the hearts of every man. And he said, and they're drawn to it. He said, that's what it is.
0: Whoa, I have chills. And And I was just like, you're right.
1: They're drawn to what I'm sharing because I am sharing about the meaning of life, the meaning
0: of life. Well, I love what, I love that you shared that too, because through the book of Ecclesiastes and through these stories, what hit me is, and this is for all of us friends and listeners out there. Like, for me, it's alleviated the pressure of sharing because of this, like mm. all we're doing. And I don't want to say all, cause I know sometimes it's hard, the conversation hard, but really what we're doing is we are just pointing out what is already there on their hearts. Wow. We're not coming up with something new, yeah. some new. And so maybe that can be our prayer when we feel nervous or pressure is like, God, okay, you've written eternity on this person's heart. Mm. Show me how to draw it out. Show me how to draw it. And that's why questions are so good. We often want to teach all the time. And it's mm. like, Question asking is so good. And so, yeah, so... I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's word. And I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note-taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the Selah Bible journaling collection on Amazon with the discount code SELAHKIT24. Use SELAHKIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. I love that you shared that and that's exactly so in this cab like he's I, I was just kind of doing that like yeah. pointing out things that were already there and and then he said something so interesting and this also shows kind of the almost seemingly contradictions in the book of Ecclesiastes where he's going back and forth between a life with God, a life without God, not wanting to think about God or even being aware that he's there, but then also it's so clear that he's there. So he's sitting there telling me, he doesn't know the purpose of life, clearly thinks about it, but he said, and I don't have time to think about it. Wow. And then you know what I said? I was like, well, to your point of life being short do we actually have the luxury of time to not think about what happens after you die? And he's like, "Oh, you know." So that's it's powerful. just, just again, getting people to think. And so, and then it was so cool. He goes, "Well, I believe there's a creator." He said because I look around at what I see, and 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 I can see. He's it. just quoting scripture, right? Well, no, and that's what I said. I'm like that, is, and I affirmed what he said. I was like. I love that you see that because I said, there's this Psalm and it's Psalm 19 and it talks about that, how we can know there's a God because of, you know, the heavens are declaring who he is, like all this creation's declaring who he is. And I said, but that Psalm does something else. And I said, it switches from this like impersonal God in creation to a personal God in his word in his words, in the Bible. And that's the Bible. And I said, so I said, we can know this impersonal God. And I mean, I just, that's it's so fun. So it's just, cool. yeah. And so basically, yeah, I shared, we started talking about the Bible and that is the way to personally know God. And he's written it for us to know him personally. Like we can know, like, who did create all these things. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, I really need to be reading the Bible. I really need to be reading a little bit every day. I'm like, yeah. And I said, I know you're busy. Why not between Uber rides? You know, I said, there's a, this thing called the Bible app, you version. And he's like, really? I said, yeah, you can pick any language. And so set him up with that. And, and then we get to the British museum and I said, you know, can I just, can I pray for you? He's like, yeah. And he was super stoked about that. So prayed for him. Wow. And I, d- I don't know, right. Yeah. I don't know what happened with him. And you know, God
1: spoke to him. One? you yeah. know
0: and i and i said that i said i just want you to know i believe this is so clearly god putting me in your uber and i said this is not an accident you Good. know and so anyway Awesome. Okay. So I go to the British Museum. I'm on that high. Okay. And then I'm at the British Museum and it's just like, whoa, God is so real. Like all these biblical artifacts, history. I mean, we're talking back to like Nineveh and, you know, Assyrian Empire and Israelites kings. I mean, it's so incredible. I know I've already pumped that up, but go to that museum if you're in London. Don't skip it over. So I have to call another Uber. And so I get an Uber, I'm going to meet my husband. And that's another funny story as I'll, I'll share that. But, um, so I, my Uber driver comes and, you know, at that point I'm just like, okay. And I looked, I almost had the exact same amount of time oh, really? that I did. So I'm like, okay, I have that's time, fine. you know, cause sometimes they're like three minutes, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm like, okay, I have time. And so I get in the car and I ask, like, how's it, how's your day going? And he's like, great. And he's like, how about yours? And I said, it's going so great. I was like, God is good. I <laughs> so He's like, yeah, he is. And and so we started talking. He's like, I'm a Christian. I'm wow. like, no way. And so I shared with him about a little bit about my conversation in the in the last car. And he goes, yeah. He goes, this is so cool, you guys. He's like, yeah. He's like, I can't even tell you all the stories I've had of people coming to Christ in my Uber. No. Yes. And I was like, oh my Oh, <laughs> like what a cry. And we're, here we are. We're just like, we're like brother and sister of Christ. Like we knew each other forever. He he was from Africa. Wow. He'd been here about 15 years. He's a pastor in London. That's amazing. Yeah, but for, he does Uber and he, and he goes, you guys, he goes, I've actually almost lost my job, but he's like, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. He's, he's is... almost lost his job for Speaking For, about yeah. Christ, he, he goes, yeah. He said, I had this one conversation with a girl and he's like, it was going so good. He's like, she was like, whoa, whoa. Okay. You know, and he's like, I thought it was going so great. And then she reported me. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I said, what, you know, what did they do? And he's like, uh, they just kind of like warned me or something. Oh, and I, I, but he was like the joy on his face when he was like it's so worth it and i was like yes like i felt his joy i was joyful with him i was joyful for him and so we're just talking and we just have you know this like incredible conversation and then we prayed for each other's uber ministries wow and i i mean you're just so filled up it's like there's nothing better there's nothing better than just hearing these stories and just meeting our brothers and sisters in christ or meeting someone who doesn't know and so Anyway, that day, it was just, again, I know we just did the Ecclesiastes series. If you haven't read Ecclesiastes, it's so worth it. Because to me, it was like such a living, tangible example of what the preacher in Ecclesiastes is showing us. In yeah. one hand, a yeah. life without God. But even though it's a life without God, he knows there's something. Yeah. He knows there's eternity on his heart. Yeah. And then there's this guy who is living... A meaningful life. Wow. And a uh, Uber. Like he's not looking at his career as like, okay, I'm just going to work today. Yeah. He's looking at himself as an ambassador of Christ who's carrying the most meaningful message in the whole world. That that's, that's us. That's all of us. We carry the same us. meaningful message
1: wherever we are. This is normal life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not, he's not trying hard. Yeah. He's just like, that's who he is, you yeah. know. So wow. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Those are so, so encouraging.
0: Yeah. And now <laughs> now the speeding ticket story. <laughs> Now I'm going to lower myself (laughs) in all of your eyes. Not that it was high to begin with, but now it's going to go real low. (laughs) Yeah. So ironically, and you guys will laugh at this. Another car story. Oh, well, another car story. And I was on the way to church. Okay. Right? Because like, okay, who – Raise your hand, even though I won't get to see it. Who has like some of their bigger arguments with their family on the way to church? You're like,
1: right? It's so like sad. we're getting ready for
0: church. Yeah. It's just, like so stressful. And you get in the car and you're all like grumpy and you're like, wow, this is really, this this is
1: really great.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I serve in the preschool classroom at my church and they teach the little sweet little preschoolers and you know, I have to be there like right at at least by 8.15, try to be there for prayer at 8. Um, but this morning I was even like, I don't think I'm even get there by 8.15. So I'm, of course, stressed. Yeah. And, you know, I have my children's ministry shirt on and uh, <laughs> my daughter's in the car. and I forgot. I think my husband is out of town. So it's just us. And so I'm speeding. I'm breaking the law on the, on the way to go to church <laughs> and, um, and on the freeway and all of a sudden you know you know if you know if you've ever had a speeding ticket you see the lights oh, and your 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 stomach sinks and you're like hoping at first that it's like <laughs> for someone, someone else
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you're like
0: what <laughs> what <laughs> me um so and then i'm feeling so humbled because of course my daughter is right next to me so i pull over you know i have to get off the freeway it takes a little while oh that's and then it was also funny because i felt even worse cuz like i i couldn't get over to a good spot oh And so she gets on her megaphone, and then I feel she's like, "You need to pull over, like you're invading the." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, I'm really trying. I just was trying to find a like safe spot where we weren't in like the middle of the road." And so I feel like even worse, you know. And so I pull over, and I'm like. Just, I have a pit in my stomach, and uh, you know, I'm on my way to the class that I've been background checked for. <laughs> That's so funny, <laughs> kids class. But so, um she comes up to the window, and you know, does her whole spiel. And she then she's like, you know, you were speeding, da da da. And so then she, you know, she d- does the thing where she gets all my information, goes back to her car, and so my daughter was like upset, but she was just like, you know, why is she going to do this? Why does she have to give us a ticket? And I actually kind of start crying. And I said, well, sweetie, I said, she's doing her job. And I said, she's keeping people on, on the road safe. And I said, mom was speeding and breaking the law. And, and I, this is where I really cried. I was like, I wasn't keeping you safe. And I said, "Um, and others, yeah, and, others. Yeah. And I said, it's a bummer, but I, I deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Toy totally crying, <laughs> And so then the, the police officer walks up back up to the window and she's like writing the ticket. So she's looking down at her pad and I say, you know, thank you for doing your job. She snaps her head up and she goes, what? Cause she thinks I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. And then she sees my tears and I say, um, I was just telling my daughter how grateful I am that you're doing your job and that I, cause I was, you know, breaking the law the police officer tears up almost cries and she's like stunned and she goes nobody ever tells me that nobody ever says anything like that yeah and you guys like at that moment you know cuz i like before i was like i hope she doesn't see my like church t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> i'm such a bad i'm such a bad witness for my church <laughs> and, and then at that point you realize what is church about yeah I'm proud to show her I'm going to church because I, I messed up, you know, I am, <laughs> I need help. And, yeah. and obviously, I mean, I'm not diminishing, I'm not diminishing my behavior. I know that, but there's even worse things, right. Yeah. That God forgives us for. Like I've done worse things yeah, much than, worse. than, than a speeding ticket. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm in church because I need a savior. yeah <laughs> And it was just this beautiful story. And then my daughter starts crying because she's just like seeing what's going on. And we just, my daughter and I, then after we're just like, it was just like such a praise to God. And it was humbling. Like I told her, I said, you know, I, um, that wasn't a good example for you, but, but do you see, sweetie, like God can use our mistakes to point to Him? And it was funny because I <laughs> this picture of like inviting her to church. And then I was like, yeah, but what if she like handcuffs me and then like handcuffs me and I have to walk into church. Like <laughs> I have this like old vision of being like, Hey, can you take off the handcuffs? I have to teach the preschoolers. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, I want to share those stories and I know they're all, they all seem like different stories, but I hope you see a similar thread woven through these stories. And it's this God can use our messiness the mundane, the everyday situations, our brokenness, everything. He he can use it all. It just takes us inviting Him into our heart to say, God, whatever happens today, I want to point to you. I want to use everything. Like It's just crazy, all the things that He can use. And so we just want to encourage you with those stories. I love stories, so of course I'm naturally going to share them. And again, this is how God takes... The seemingly meaningless events or hard events or mistakes and makes them meaningful. We are so grateful you guys joined us today on the Abiding Free podcast and uh, make sure you come back next week.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow
0: us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom.
1: Yeah. And then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.